0: How hard is it to live a life where you're a loser? I i think it's hard to answer this question because, let's face it, uh, positive psychologists, motivational books, they end up saying to you, you're not a loser. You can change your mind. King San start starts sounds beatable, right? But it's not so beatable when, uh, how should I put it? Somebody sends you in to a prison uh, for more than a year, and they send you in because you never committed a crime, you never killed anyone, you have no records. That's my story. I say. Kumori or an exehikomori. I suffered shit and shit that aren't exactly the worst. And that may seem fine, but it doesn't compare to getting in prison without doing anything. So that's the funny stuff. Uh, if you're going to be sent, say, because of a protest, because of doing something good, you'll, you'll, you'll give in, but you'll prepare yourself for what's going to happen. Same thing, you commit a crime, your guilt is killing you. Your preparation for being caught is scary. It's fucked up. But you'll prepare yourself. How can you prepare yourself for a world... Or they send you in because you have a mental illness. That's funny, right? And for most people that they're sent in to these places, they're sent in because they broke a laptop. They sent in because they fought. They sent in because they were doing some crazy business deals. I was sent in because I was trying to save my grandmother. And that was hard because music. You know, you know, those types of things where uh, an institution can send you in and then while you are being sent in, your relative is telling you, oh, he, uh, because this is uh, the way they send you into your psych ward is because they have to trick you in. You have to pretend that uh, you have you just have to talk to the nurse. You just have to ride with us in the car and then they'll uh, isolate you inside that seat so that once you're outside... As long as they can trick you in, they'll trick you in. And here was, I was needed uh, to transfer my grandmother. And these relatives of mine were like, here you are gonna work for your job by picking up a random wooden dinosaur. And after they go and say, we'll be making wooden dinosaurs so you can afford to pay your grandmother's uh, fee for the doctor. So who are these people? You know, you're you're scratching your head like, are these people really bullshitting me? Is this how low they think I am? That I don't know the, 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 the psych ward, I don't know the halfway houses, but this is how low I, I've been surrounded by people. And like, these people weren't looking at me as human. It's one thing if you were the weird one that's. Uh, I'm reading a PDF right now saying human beings emulate the people around them because it makes them feel safe. This is a basic instinct, and we're usually not aware we're doing it. Being unusual or abnormal makes a person feel exposed and nervous. I'm reading that, and I'm, okay, you're nervous, you're exposed, but what's, what's allowing you to lie in front of me with this basic story of a dinosaur? And you think that story would end there, but that's it. When it takes one year and a half for them to release you and then they, uh, they wait for your grandmother to die, of course, before they release you, then we're not talking it answer. We're talking they're going to control your life every single moment. Oh, and they wanted to tag me with a bipolar disease. And I saw a doctor that says, Oh wait, you're not being prescribed lithium. Cool, right? I might not be bipolar. Because the one who told me why I was bipolar wasn't even the doctor inside the work. While I was inside and in being visited, the cousin who studied psychology and not even clinical psychology, some kind of corporate psychology of some sort, was telling me, Oh, I know you're bipolar because you're like that. Dude. You imprison me for my grandmother. And you're turning this into a mental health issue. And they didn't stop there. I was making a documentary later after those one years. Uh, They sent me inside one year before it was going to be shot. Again, one year later. Uh, another year later, something. I was writing a book. Another thing, I was uh, gonna help people. It was uh, I'm gonna help a friend? Who was supposedly going to be a suicidal. No, they sent me in. And you know, once they send you in, you think, okay, the doctors, they listen, but they don't. This is my story, a story where I will be sent in again because I was, uh, how could I put it, on temporary discharge. This time I have money to find a lawyer. But you know the problem is I don't have a good record with lawyers because when I tried to find a lawyer for my grandfather, who I was too late and died of depression and wasn't given, uh, let's just say, uh, psychiatric help before he died, was just in the sofa. He was obviously depressed, but nobody was caring. They were cleaning his butt, they were taking his bath, but they were they were just every day they would take pot shots. Pot shots and patchats. Why are you eating? Or how should I pray for you? How should I there, there a bunch of these uh, words that I can't remember because it was not in the local English language. Yes, I'm not I'm not any an American, I'm not a European, I'm Filipino. And I'll tell you why this sucks. Uh, Because bipolar is something they want to use when uh, you have highs and lows. But how do you measure highs and lows, doctor? The doctor just says, your parents just want you to have a simple life. Walks away, doesn't talk to me for one year. And then after one year, he changes our ad, ads, Depakote on top of Lithium. That's my latest one. And on top of that, I have earned money despite all my works being cut short. Despite all, I can't get employed. Trust me. I was a dropout. And on top of that, you send the person in. Well, guess what? The employees aren't going to just be comforting. And we're talking, we don't, it's not enough to earn money. You have to earn enough money to hire a lawyer. You have to earn enough money to risk a lawyer who's going to need 5,000 Filipino peso for a one-hour consultation because of COVID lockdown. What in the world? For a one-hour consultation, I have a chance to just get the lawyer paid. And what can happen? I have a friend who's a lawyer. I have a friend who can search for a lawyer, but they are also people who wants to talk to you first because they're not really my friends. They're people I met in the gambling area. So you know two things about me now. One, I was a gambler. I wasn't before I was trying to help my grandmother. I realized I couldn't really earn enough money and I didn't gamble at that time. I must make way to subscribe because I didn't know about the psychiatric system. The psychiatrists, they, they used to say, I have an addiction. But I was saving money, and I now have enough money for a lawyer. But now they want to convince my parents to give me a companion all the time. Companion. So how do you find a lawyer if you have a companion? This... It was hopeless until COVID happened. When the COVID happened, they said everybody out of the psychiatric ward, not immediately, but one by one, people were sent out. And now I'm here, able to create podcasts, able to create blogs. Now I'm here, able to tell you, hopefully, uh, without any surprises anymore. What is this to destroy a person who already believed that the world was fucked up? So he hid in, inside this room for seven years. I only got out because I wanted to help my grandmother, and this is my payment. And she's dead. And they're not never going to be allowed to, uh, they're going to do two things. They're going to allow me to be a hikimori so that I can be, they can control my life until they die, or they're going to not make me a hikimori so that I cannot uphold the justice, the, the opportunity to save others from this situation. And I know I need to save others because why because I couldn't save myself because internationally my freedom rejected my application without even replying they'll send you application it's just a it's a, a, a it's just a, a natural way for them everybody not mad in Asia they won't reply Jim godstein they're busy they're part of the tar. I only have myself now to uh, try because I tried. Janice Cambry is our local go-to person when I contacted the Ethical Commission. She told me, you know what, I'm tired. I'm so tired from helping all these people because they left me alone uh, during the mental health act and blah, 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 blah. Please don't treat me as your counselor. Please don't email me uh, after I emailed you for one week. And then after I got out, she never replied anymore. Funny thing, right? When I was gonna be sent in, she, she she kept babbling about uh uh Tina Minkowitz's article document to show to a lawyer, even though it wasn't a legal it wasn't a legal document. She kept babbling about how the Mental Health Act now allows us to argue for torture when we're sent in. But she won't even reply once I'm out after one year, three months in my fifth time. So my grandfather, a grandmother was my first time. After that, I had four, three more times. And I was inside. Uh, Fifth time where they were making sure I wasn't going to get out. The COVID. That's how I up, right? pandemic is the only way to get out.